This show is brought to you by my friends at Alliance and Trust. In wild times like these, you need more than financial product salespeople. You need a firm that looks at the entirety of your life and helps you with strategies that coordinate all disciplines of good stewardship so you can manage wisely what God has given you and thrive in these times of chaos and confusion. Have a team that acts as consultants in the business of you. Let Alliance and Trust help you plan for what's next. To learn more and get your free copy of Alliance and Trust's book on financial stewardship, Wisdom Before Wealth, visit friendofbrice.com or call 805-371-8020. Welcome to the Bryce Eddy Show, where we are working hard to be a threat to the Great Reset and putting the man back in mankind. Speaking of uh, men, we have the comedian Alex Stein, primetime99, with us today. And I'm excited to talk to this guy because I love what he's doing. Mockery is one of the greatest tools that we have, and he knows how to mock people. So anyway, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Stein, primetime99. How are you, sir? Hello, Bryce. This is Angus. This is my cat. He's love the king it, of the it. castle. Really, he's actually of the cats. He's one of the lowest ranked uh, animals, actually, to be honest. Uh, but yes, Bryce, thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy to have you because, you know, of course, I first became aware of you while you were... Um, uh, let's call it harassing in a positive way, the city councils uh, around mm-hmm. our uh, wonderful country. And uh, <laughs> what what was cracking me up was some of the clips that were posted on Twitter and people taking what you were doing seriously, because, you know, we are in such a bizarre world that people didn't know if what you were saying up there was true. And so you had conservatives even weighing in going, I can't believe what we've come to. But, you know, the truth and, and the world is true stranger than just even parody now. So anyway, that, that's how I became uh, first aware of you. Well, yeah, you know, that's funny that you say that, though, Bryce, because listen, I'm not even that talented or that smart. But really, in this day and age with people like Dylan Mulvaney, who the left props up, who's literally like a gender dysphoric, basically child groomer that likes to wear not only women's clothes, but young girls clothes like she wants to be trans age, not just transsexual. So I guess my point with all that, it's like it's gotten so crazy that if you just put a mirror to that absurdity, people are like, is this real? Is this fake? And a lot of times the stuff that I'm regurgitating is real stuff. It's not like I just, you know, came up with this stuff out of thin air. Uh, like one of the videos that got me on Tucker Carlson that he liked is when I said I have a daughter named Lizzie who identifies as a lizard. So my point is, we've just gotten so crazy that reality is stranger than fiction. Yeah, no doubt. Um, one of the things that I thought was funny, you know, as I was uh, preparing for the show, I, you know, just Googled you, of course, and I always like to see what Wikipedia says about people. And there's oh, a line bad. in here. My Wikipedia yeah. is bad. It was written by people that hate me. Check and read that. that I, oh, my gosh. That Wikipedia has cost me, like, friendships. And people read that. No, it's really bad. Everybody needs to go see it. It's because these people that don't like me, there's, like, a group of people on the Internet that don't like me that are kind of uh, obsessed about me. It's called, you probably don't know about this, Bryce, it's called A-logging, where it's just like you just 
you follow every single thing a, a person does. And so that's what they do. They, they, they go and they like mass edit my Wikipedia page, you know, trying to troll me because I'm a troll. So people want to troll the troll. You see what I'm saying? So it, yeah, yeah, it sets yeah. me out for this kind of stuff. So my whole Wikipedia page is basically just people talking crap. But yes, go ahead, please elaborate. Yeah, well, well, no, just the funniest one. And this is probably uh, not what you're referring to. But but in the personal life category, it says Stein says that he believed in God, but not organized religion. Uh, religion. However, he often refers to himself as a uh, pimp on a blimp. And I just thought, yes. <laughs> I just thought how that sentence came. In. <laughs> it was just okay. Well, um, I didn't but, write yeah. that. I, I didn't write that. And it's fairly true. You know, I was uh, baptized and I was raised Christian. And, and But my grandfather was Jewish and uh, I, my dad didn't grow up knowing him. And so I never met my grandfather. So I'm really was raised more Christian on my mom's side of my family than Jewish. But it's so that's why it's kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like um, uh, a religious astray, I guess you'd say. Or what is it? Uh, um, you know, I'm kind of in the middle. So that's why I don't know. I, I really respect religion. I believe in God. I The idea that we evolved from pond scum, I just had an evolutionary, uh, you know, whatever, evolutionary specialist on my show. And the fact that they actually say that we evolved from monkeys and they, the formula that they say is just time. They're like, oh, it's just time over long yeah. periods of time. And I just don't think everything comes from nothing with the addition of time. And to me, that just sounds impossible. So I obviously believe in God. I believe in the creator, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of like uh, whatever, religiously homeless in a way. Yeah, well, if we're evolving, we're certainly not evolving into Dolan Mulvaney's and uh, that kind of a thing. That that goes against well, their, uh, their very basic you, ideas. You, yeah, but you talk about that. The reason why they like all this trans stuff is they do want to depopulate us. They don't want us to have freaking kids. I was just with Alex Jones. I don't care how big of a tinfoil hot conspiracy theorist you are. The idea that they just want to replace us with immigrants from across the border, it sounds crazy, but I mean, I hate to say it, but it's really what's happening. They, they tell everybody else to have an abortion. They say everybody, oh, abortion is healthcare, And then they just let it all these people and from these cultures that have no abortion where abortion is basically outlawed so it's just very hypocritical you know and and it's just and eventually when when all the immigrants come here and replace us they'll make them get abortion so i don't know it's just crazy we live in a very weird world yeah yeah we do well you know i've been down on the border and uh, i'm in the border battle documentary that uh tpusa did and uh and so i got to see it up close and personal we were running operations there embedded with the sheriff's department and the the craziness that's going uh, on now and there um defies any logic but it also shows you that you know that what they're doing is intentional because it's uh, it, it can't be uh, construed any other way um it's a, it's a wide open we are not in control of it and Bryce, and I'm pro-immigration. Uh, I know people that I went to college with that were from foreign countries, got their degree, and then had to go back home. They couldn't get their citizenship. So those are the people that deserve to stay here. I mean, people that want to help America. I'm not anti-immigration one bit. But the idea of the sex trafficking and drug trafficking that's happening, that the left or even the mainstream media tries to kind of like portray that uh, that's some right-wing conspiracy, when you know it's true. We know that these coyotes are paid for by the cartel. These guys yep. aren't, um, you know, these aren't uh, – very high moral character people. So the idea that they would use kids, it, it, it's it's basically the most valuable thing to these sex traffickers and these human traffickers. So it's just very sad that, that we're letting that happen. We're going, we're fighting a war in the Ukraine about God knows what. I mean, forget about the illegal business dealings of the Biden family, but for, for just all of that support that we're giving to Ukraine, we can't even put military troops on our border. We can't even help, you know, the Department of Homeland Security. We can't, we just... Why don't we protect our American citizens, America first? That sounds yeah. crazy, but they just they don't want to do it.
The world is falling apart, so buy some gold, diversify, and get a free safe to store it in. That's right, on qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bryce to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. Our banking system is in turmoil, and we're not sure where all of this is going to go. Make sure you are hedging your bets and diversifying your portfolio with gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, buy gold from Birch Gold to protect your family. You can trust them. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bryce to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim your eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bryce to 989898. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, shifting gears back to uh, your appearances in front of city councils, um, talk talk a little bit about uh, you know how that started, um, you know how how you came up with that idea, and you know just just talk us a little bit about how you arrived there, and then and then tell us a couple of your favorite uh, moments. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm not the first person to ever go to a city council meeting and go insane for the Ukraine, as they say. There's actually people before me, and like there are some people um, like Eric Andre, and there are some other guys that have a Netflix show. Gosh, I'm blanking on their names right now, and I know their names. I'm just blanking on it, and people are going to tease me when they see us. Uh, uh, oh, that bugs me. Oh, Chad and, and TJ. So these. So what I'm saying is there's been multiple people that have been going to these city council meetings, and to be honest, you know, Bryce, when I first spoke at them, I spoke serious. I mean, I said some I'm probably, you know, like insane things, you know, talking about stats and stuff. I probably sounded a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But my point is I was actually very serious, right? You know, and they looked at me like I was insane. And once I started going like a goofball, you know, acting like a total lefty liberal that's when they were like, oh, crap, this guy is totally deranged. I'm so scared. And that's when it started to blow up. So, yeah, uh, it sounds like I'm, you know, some secret recipe or something, but it's just going to these public meetings. And now that they all have webcams and live streams, you're able to take that footage and it's able to go viral. So you, you see it now. It's blown up from when I was doing it to now, which I love. I'm so happy. Have you seen every week there's some new viral video of somebody at a public meeting? Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, no, it has yeah. uh, grown. And I think it's one of those things because they can go viral. That's important for getting some of this stuff out there. Um, you know, in addition to, of course, the comedy, but the, you know, the the parents and the people that are really confronting some of the, the real issues. I know you're doing it with it with humor, which is which is, you know, kind of the way that you can really light it on fire. But I, I think it's one of those things that gets outside of the little bubbles that we're all operating in. So it's a it's a powerful medium. What what was one of your favorite ones? Well, I mean, my all time favorite is the well, really, I guess probably one of my favorite who got shared by Charlie Kirk is was one when they passed a heartbeat bill in Texas. I went and I spoke about how I love abortion and how I get them all the time and basically I use them as birth control with a lot of girls. And that was before I really blew up. I had a podcast uh, and stuff, but Charlie shared it, Ben Shapiro shared it, so that got a lot of views. But uh, it was shortly thereafter, that's when I did the Fauci ouchie one. So I don't know. I guess that one kind of helped propel me to the Fauci ouchie. And then when that went, that got millions and millions and millions. And then shortly thereafter, I 
wore a women's bathing suit making fun of Leah Thomas. That got millions and millions and millions. And then, uh, and I'm not even trying to say that to be cool. It's just that 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 like went viral. And then, then right after that, I got the insane for the Ukraine. So I had like three or four viral videos back to back to back. And now I'm like kind of chasing those. I've had some actually the last few weeks. I've been to some trans rallies and had some pretty good uh, viewed videos. But my point is those or what skyrocketed me and kind of put me on the map and got the blaze to notice me and got me a contributorship there. And then eventually basically is what was the catalyst or starter that got me the show that I have on there today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations for that. I know you've got, you know, prime time with Alex Stein now on the blaze, which is cool. Yes, and I've, uh, I've gotten to see um, some portions of those episodes and I plan to continue to watch. Um, it's so like Tucker Carlson on LSD. That's what I want it to be like, Bryce, like Tucker Carlson. Not that I'm some LSD fan by any means. I would say not do that, but I want it to be kind of bizarre world. Tucker Carlson, who is my biological father, which you haven't said that yet. I just want people to know this <laughs> watching that he will not give me any of his DNA. I've tried to ask for a semen he denies me but uh, i think it will have me on his show again so he doesn't hate me so you know there is still hope for getting that dna test uh, confirmed yeah right on well i saw the uh, i saw the episode with uh, gavin mcginnis uh, losing his mind on the audience which uh, that guy never yes. fails to disappoint no i love gavin he's hardcore and that's like one of our most viral videos because it got shared on reddit which i don't even check but reddit on public freakout and that uh, that helped it get a lot of traction, but the internet is, is insane, you know, trying to like what you're doing this podcast. And I actually encourage everybody to do a podcast and I'm doing a show, but you know, it's just, it's just kind of this weird dystopic world, which is really the future. Cause I think all the major media companies are going to die soon. I think the advertisers yeah. are realizing they're realizing, Hey, the best stuff that we get returned on our investment. And they admit this, uh, the only thing that they still consider water cooler content would be live sports, especially NFL football, because that's the most watched thing. So that will, always be profitable the super bowl will always be the most profitable whatever dollar per second advertising meant there is in the world but other than that a lot of these other channels i mean cnn there's like youtubers that literally sit in hot tubs and you know play video games to get more than cnn so you know eventually these advertisers obviously there's like an endless amount of advertising dollars i guess you'd mm -hmm. not endless but you know what i'm saying there's a lot out there because all these big companies have to spend it but at the same yeah, time, they're, they're going to realize that it's it's better to go with these micro influencers than these wide nets that nobody's you know they're not catching any fish. Yeah, you know we're blessed with great advertisers on this show, and you know we've we've got you know good momentum and you know humble behind what we're doing. But um, you know all we're doing is having conversations with you know guys that are kind of in our world, you know doing more of the long form thing, and it's and it's been fun, and and you know we. We get, um, you know, I think a lot of good information out there because we're, you know, we're reaching people that, you know, sometimes, you know, wouldn't wouldn't maybe plug into your show, but, um, you know, get, get to know who you are and then get to follow you from here. And all of that helps all of us, which has been good. Yeah. And, and I feel like this is really important that if somebody's watching this, you know, I encourage it's not easy to make a podcast, but it's really not that hard with StreamYard and stuff. So I actually encourage people to create something or have like a positive hobby. And it doesn't have to be creating content because it is challenging, but it's just like uh, in life, we should have something to show for it. So that's a family, a podcast, whatever your hobby is. Like we do need to be doing something other than just working nine to five and worrying about our bills because that's kind of like the slave mentality that they want us to have this debt slave that we're just constantly in debt, credit card debt, and only we only get a couple vacations a year. So I don't know, I, I would encourage people, like I was selling cars and I've had uh, other jobs, but uh, when I stopped kind of caring about the opinions of others and kind of cared and, and put a lot of my focus on my hobbies, 
that's you know what opened the most doors for me. And 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 yeah. it's not. It's like they say, if you do what you love, you're not working. You know, I mean, I still have to work a lot doing podcasts, going this. It's not editing something takes hours. That's a lot of work, but uh, uh, it's what I like to do. So it's worth it. And I encourage other people to do and chase whatever dreams they can we all have bills to pay we all have to work we all have to you know be a contributing member to society but at the same time you have time to either be in good fitness shape or you know just do something positive that you can show something later on in life i think yeah so one of the things that you do really well that i think is great um you know by the way i i you know I think because of your the nature of your comedy and stuff, people don't realize how smart you are. Um, and one of the uh, times that I enjoyed listening to you has been on your appearances on Tim Pool because you have a lot of, I think, really important things to say. You understand what the issues are at their core, which is really important. It's the stuff that we're really talking about here on our show. But the other thing that you do well is... You uh, you are a big guy, and I don't think people understand that you're a big guy. So you can you can wade into these crowds of these little useless Antifa characters and get bounced around by them, jostled by them, and uh, and and you you drive them crazy because you just sort of absorb it. And and that I think you you are unique amongst everybody that's out there in that respect. Do not trust these woke banks. Do not put your money into ESG funds. Instead, why don't you talk to the Alliance and Trust family? Finance is in their blood. I grew up with them, and they've handled my entire financial world for nearly 30 years. And as a testament to their talents, they've managed to keep me not just out of trouble, which in and of itself is remarkable, but they've helped me to build real wealth. They've assisted me through complex business transactions and family matters. Now even my daughters are working with Uncle Randy to put financial disciplines in place for their futures. Invest with people who share our values and will help you to be a good steward with what God has given you. Let Alliance and Trust help you plan for what's next. To learn more and get your free copy of Alliance and Trust's book on financial stewardship, Wisdom Before Wealth, visit friendofbrice.com or call 805-371-8020. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you say that, Bryce, because that is like the videos that are getting the most views on my new YouTube channel. People love it, and, and I kind of just go out there and kill them with kindness and I try to be nice and of course I'm out there kind of instigating but I'm not even really trying to rile people up they rile themselves up it's like a dog yeah. chasing after a car they don't know what to do once they get to the car and they're all at this rally they want to like be the villain and my background you know I, I worked in reality TV so it's like I, I know, I'm just saying it's like you know you go out there and it's just it's almost like it's almost like a reality TV show I know that sounds weird but they want to get mad it is real there are issues I get hot coffee on me and it was scary in New York and there's some Somebody that's probably on 10 different antidepressants and Lord knows what could happen at one of these things if somebody has a total screw loose. But at the same time, they're all kind of meek people that are just, you know, they're mad. They're at a trans rally. So it's not exactly like a bodybuilding contest of right. like just the meanest, toughest guys jacked up, you know, guys. They're all kind of soy boy, gender fluid, gender bender type people, which is fine, whatever. But that's why I'm able to go in these crowds. I'm 6'3", I'm 255 pounds, so I'm just bigger and taller. And I have the camera up, and uh, it is insane. Like, the Blaze, they really do get worried about me. And, uh, and yeah. uh, uh, Tyler, the CEO, is just like, he's so... 
he really cares about me. I'm like, dude, this is going to be great content. He's like, no, I don't. I care more about you than the content, which I can't believe he actually does say that. So it's funny how they don't they don't limit me at all. They don't tell me not to do anything. But it's just funny. He's like, you really need to take care of yourself. And they actually get worried. People get really worried for me. So that's why I hate. I hate that when the people at the Blaze, too, they're like, I prayed for you. Oh, you with that New York thing. I was so scared. I hate making people feel like that. But uh, at the same time, if I get stabbed, it's going to get like 10 million views. So, what? I mean, what are we going to do, folks? It's just the name of the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's the only thing I wouldn't want you to have happen. You know, getting getting punched and jostled and all that stuff, you know, that that you you, uh, you are a big guy. You can well, absorb Bryce, but Yeah, those little opinion. rats with a knife. Let me ask your opinion. So now this is kind of – and there's always, you know, strife within the conservative movement, this and that. But I I see this too, and it's from conservatives, and I see it from both sides. But I think even more conservatives, when I get hit with a woman, like when I went into Barstool Sports and these girls beat my ass. She's my French. My dad told me since I was a little kid, never hit a girl. My dad said, he said you're going to get an argument with your girlfriend. Someone's going to get mad. Even if she cheats on you, it doesn't matter. She can do the worst thing. You can never hit on a woman. I remember my dad said that explicitly multiple times. And that, that ingrained in me. And now all these people, though, you see, they're like, equal rights, equal lefts after these girls hit me. So would you – I would never – I mean, unless she had a knife or a gun or something, then I had to. I don't care if a girl hits me. I would never punch her back. So what do you think? Like when you see me get hit at these things by transgender people, would you just start throwing haymakers? No, no. You know, and I'm a mixed martial artist and my background yeah. is Brazilian jiu-jitsu and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, what's funny is uh, they can tangle themselves up if you are good at your own balance and good at, yeah. you know, uh, uh, dodging, you know, good at deflecting, you know, their some of their physicality because, you know, they aren't, they aren't particularly can- athletic people. And that's what I'm saying. That's kind of what I do because I almost kind of use other people to pick them. So, like, when somebody's in my way, yep. I just kind of walk in a way where somebody picks them off. So they kind of run into themselves. So no, that I is not that, that I'm You're a martial artist. It. Yeah. 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 But no. that, yeah there, yeah. Is a, there is a way to not punch them, which also, and kind of when they swing, kind of come out of the way because they are so off balance. So, yeah, you yep. would dominate out there. But yeah, dude, these people that like want me to go and just start throwing haymakers. And I'm a big guy. I'm no, not no. some professional fighter like you, but I just don't want to just be punching people. That's not my style. I'm not there to fight. I'm there to joke around. They kind of want to bump uglies. I play football. You're a martial artist. I'll spar and take a bump or two, but I'm not there to fist fight or try to prove that I'm some tough fighter guy. That's not my vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, you do. And that's why I say people don't understand the subtlety of it. But because you are big and I watch you, you know, kind of roll with it a little bit, you absorb a lot of that energy. And and so it's, uh, you know, it's like they're, um, you know, uh, fighting through mud. Um, and and so you're, you're watching them kind of trip and stumble off of each other. And that is great content. It exposes their lunacy. It exposes how unhinged these people are. They can, none of them can have a real conversation, um, you know, par- partly because none of their points or their positions can actually stand up to any kind of scrutiny. So, no, what you're doing is perfect, man. I'd, I'd, I'd keep it up. And, you know, I, 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 I love the idea of, a, um, you know, slash and stab resistant uh, vest. But <laughs> Yeah, I might need to add the stab resistant vest. But, you know, at the well, end we, of the, well it, we can hook you up. <laughs> you yes, I might. Know. We probably need to do that and then uh, give you guys a plug. If you save my life, the biggest plug ever. I'll owe you my life. But, uh, no, you know, these, these the, the trans activists, uh, I, I just try to, like, 
you know, I don't know how to, how I describe it, but these people are, I almost feel empathetic to them because, you know, they're the ones that like tell me to kill myself and, you know, they try to you yeah. know lie to us about, you know, that the reason why these people should transition is because they're going to commit suicide. It's like, no, it's just it's all this gender dysphoria is just all mental health. It's a mental, it's a serious mental health issue. And this is another yeah. stat people don't talk about with the rise in the levels of autism today. A lot of people that are considered non-binary or, you know, have gender dysphoria also suffer from like autism. Maybe they're functioning autistic or you know just saying people have serious mental health issues and we are yeah. just enabling this because of quote-unquote social justice it doesn't make sense we're, we're we're fanning the flames of it and i believe it's it's intentional on their part you know uh they're they're creating this chaos you know you talked about your you know appearance with alex jones and uh and and it is an intentional thing you know they're they're sterilizing their own kids they're encouraging their own um community members to go down this path i mean it's incredibly destructive um it's weird the truth is is we should be embracing these confused kids and telling them that god mm-hmm. loves them for exactly who they are and they're getting born them the, in the help right that body. they need I'm just saying, how could you tell yeah. a kid that they're born in the wrong body? And, and, and this is where it really gets funny, Bryce, is I remember learning this in college that there is a very few amount of people, very few, that are sometimes born intersexed, right? It's like such a right. small amount. And so that's where so a lot it, of this yeah, it's you know, almost gender stuff came from. Yeah, I know. It's almost zero. I mean, it's just very – but that's where the original gender hormone surgery, why they would have to do this. And oftentimes they would do it like right at birth. And, and like the people that studied this, you know, this is very – the amount of people that transitioned in the 1920s compared to the 2020s is like zero percent to a million percent. My point is there was science based in this, and now they turn gender dysphoria. They have Boston Children's Hospital. It's like, oh, we love it because it's a lifelong patient. So they turn something that there was a medical necessity for very few people that you might have to because a kid is born. You know, they're not going to re- be able to most of the time uh, procreate. You know, obviously their their anatomy doesn't work in, in that sense. A lot often oftentimes when they're born intersex, but because of that small number. Now, every single basically major hospital in a major city now has some sort of gender, you know, clinic for kids on, on how to get on hormone therapy. It's, it's really sad and it's not yeah. some sort of accidental social justice thing. There's something a little more sinister to it than that. Oh, well, I think it is very sinister. I mean, listen, you know, uh, I, I'm a Christian and I believe that we are in a um, spiritual war. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's easy to explain any other way, especially when you see the um, amount of violence that's starting to percolate within the trans community and within this LGBTQ class of folks, it's starting to get violent. It's starting to get increasingly more unhinged. So that's also showing that it isn't making them happier. They aren't all of a sudden, you know, content and and satisfied human beings, you know, finally, you know, getting to express who they really are. No, it's it's going in and completely uh, dystopian um, direction. And and we're seeing that now. I I said recently in a tweet um, in response to something else that the they, they played a game with this words are violence idea. They've been saying that for years. And I said a very long time ago, the reason that they said words are violence and they started to put that out there is so that when they start engaging in actual violence, they can say it's self-defense and they can excuse it and say mm-hmm. that, you know, we started it essentially. And, uh, and that's, that's why I think it's, it's getting to, to go down more that violent, um, active path. 
No, and and it's it's so impulsive too. These people like the like they're they're going there to these rallies, and they have they kind of do want to fight. Like I said, it's almost like that that dog, yep. you know, chasing the car. They don't know what to do when they get there. So like automatically they, they see me and I speak out against them. They're like, oh, let's go attack them. So you're right. I think there's only going to be sadly more violence that is considered trans or gender based violence. You know what I mean? That that's kind of the root of it. Yeah, and and unfortunately, uh, a lot of the police departments. You know, I had uh, Billboard Chris on um, yeah. uh, earlier, and and he, you know, showed that the police were uninterested in supporting or helping him. In fact, one of the police officers was laughing about it, essentially. And 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 we don't have the uh, support that we should by our law enforcement personnel, some of which is because their hands are tied, though. And and that's a, that's going to be a scary thing. And so I think the Blaze uh, guys, uh, you know, I, I appreciate your courage and bravery, but for them to be a little bit concerned about you is appropriate. We're a few months into the year now, and if you haven't changed the way you buy meat yet, you really need to. Let me tell you three reasons I personally subscribe to Good Ranchers. First off, they are giving you free bacon for a year. That's a $240 value. That's a pound and a half of bacon in every box. Go get yours at GoodRanchers.com. This bacon tastes so good, and it's because their pork is made the right way. These are happy pigs. They're never in crates, which happens way too often on factory farms. Good Ranchers never uses antibiotics or any added hormones, and their pork is from heritage breeds that have historically produced the best pork in the world. Reason number two to subscribe to Good Ranchers is that you lock in your price when you subscribe. My grocery bill would go up every week if it weren't for Good Ranchers. I consistently get the same quantity and quality of meat every single time. So subscribe and enjoy the security of their price lock guarantee today. Finally, you should subscribe because everything they sell is so good. Their all-natural burgers, USDA prime steaks, and better-than-organic chicken have changed my standard for great meat, and it will change yours too. Head to GoodRanchers.com and use my code BRYCE for $20 off your box. Get free bacon, great meat, a secure price, and a bonus $20 off today at GoodRanchers.com. Make sure to use my code BRYCE when you subscribe. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. Yeah, I think so. And and that is justified. And that's why I do try to uh, be careful. And I, I'm speaking at uh, Berkeley and I'm, I'm going to go speak at Penn State again. You know, those could get hairy, but I, I don't think so. Like I said, uh, these trans people, they go there looking for trouble. Then they get there. And then when they kind of get the trouble, uh, they don't necessarily want it. But at the same time, they could be impulsive, like with Billboard Chris. It looked like that guy yeah. got in his face and then out of nowhere, he punched him. And then the cops don't do anything because it is very weird when you go to a protest, these cops are they're overwhelmed. And that's actually kind of an analogy that I try to or that I'm going to start kind of trying to tell people is that at these protests that I was at with these cops, there was like 500 people at the one that I was at Union Square in Manhattan in New York. And there's probably 30 or 40 cops, but even those cops were outmanned. So what people don't realize is there's a you know huge population. We have all the power. During the lockdown, we give the cops the power. We give the military the power, but we actually have the numbers and have the power. And we actually have it like 
physically and spiritually. And that's why these people kind of trick us because they don't have the physical numbers to control us. So I know that sounds crazy, but that's kind of like what this is. It's kind of goes towards like a few people are controlling us. And if we realize that we had all the power, I think the world would be a lot better place. And that these few cops, like they can't really protect you in these rallies. If these people really wanted to overpower them and kill me, they could have. So in society, it's like people need to realize we are we are in control, not these evil people that are trying to make our lives terrible. But we have it flipped the other way where we just let these yeah. people like Dr. Fauci make decisions for us. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, and we need to be that positive force because we do outnumber it and we could, um, mm. you know, manage this small uh, you know, group of lunatics that's, uh, you know, pushing us down this, uh, you know, path into oblivion. Um, wh- one of the things I wanted to ask you, because I think you've been really clear on it, is, um, you know, what this battle is about. And I know you talk about, you know, some of the, uh, you know, corporate oligarchy and some of that stuff. Uh, talk a little bit about your, your thoughts there, because I think you're, you're, you're spot on. Well, I mean, we're totally the the problem with society. Basically, what it boils down to, it's not like one country or a conglomerate of countries. It's really a conglomerate of corporations. We're not being run by human beings anymore. We're basically being run by these corporations that can buy and sell these politicians. And that's why you see like Halliburton and Raytheon. They love the war of Russia and Ukraine because we get to give them our old weapons and buy new weapons. And it's basically, you know, all undocumented, unaudited spending. So yeah, it's very sad that these yeah, corporations then they get a Dan Crenshaw and, you know, people yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And just pump them up. I mean, but basically we've been de-industrialized. We don't have any industry in America. What do we produce anymore? I mean, even the iPhones made in China and the conditions are so bad there that they have suicide nets because the employees oftentimes live in the same place they work in terrible conditions. And they're so, you know, it's so terrible. They literally go and kill themselves or try to kill themselves, but because they have nets, they catch their employees. That's so it's just, yes, it's very dystopic. When you look at these corporations, they don't have the ability to feel empathy. They don't, you know, feel bad for the homeless people or the corporation or, or excuse me, the small business that they put out. Uh, you know, Walmart doesn't care about all the family owned, uh, hardware stores they put out. They put out every hardware store in America, you know, out of business. Walmart doesn't care. And, uh, that's the problem is that we're kind of, up against Amazon? How do you even sell something? I mean, really and truly, as a human being, we don't have a lot of options to even really um, survive unless we are basically kind of working for the government. That's kind of the socialistic thing that they want. It sounds crazy, but when these corporations take control and then Bud Light can turn their beer gay and they can make, you know, every Pride Month they have a rainbow flag and except for the corporations that are in the Middle East. So they're all phony corporations and that's what, that's the problem is we got to take back the power of the human beings, not the, you know, literal Apple computers or Dell computers or Raytheon or whatever business, you know, ABC, Google, it doesn't matter. We need to take the power back. Yeah, amen. So, uh, what does that look like, and what do you think the uh, the path out of this is? Or if you were to, you know, kind of predict the way the world's going over the next ten years, uh, you know, what what uh, what are some of your thoughts? Well, there's there's no prediction, but I'll tell you this much: there's a thing called natural law where they kind of have to tell us what they're doing. So you see, for their karma, if they tell us, it's like all they have to do is say, if you're in the woods, they just have to say, there's a bear trap somewhere in the woods. And I tried to explain this on Tim Pool the other night. Then we had to switch out guests. Long story short, um, we kind of know what's coming. And, and what they want is uh, for you to eat bugs and live in a pod and have no carbon footprint. Will that happen in our lifetime? I, I doubt it. I don't think so, Bryce. But, but at this very same time, 
if they turned off the internet for like 45 minutes, people would start shooting each other in the street. I'm saying if we had like a global, let's just say, or not even global, you know, it's one state, people would be running to other states. But if people couldn't get there, because all my money is in Bank of America or Chase, so how am I going to get my money with no internet connection, no cell phone? So now I'm poor. Now my credit card doesn't work. So it just, if it's something that small could just set off a chain of events that are catastrophic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what 10 years looks like, but I know like a hundred years, they want us to be eating bugs and pods with no carbon footprint. What happens between then? Lord, I am not good at uh, predicting. I don't, don't ask me, but, but I, I think the future, and I hate to get black pilled. It's a little bleak. So that's why we have to take our own accountability for being happy. We have to, you know, whether it's like being physically fit or having a family, like you choose to be happy, not the government, not, uh, you know, the, some a secret society or some deep state cabal. That's not who's in charge of your happiness. You are. But once you know all this bad stuff's happening, you know, you kind of just, it's hard not to be a little black pilled. Uh, but like I said, try to enjoy it because uh, life is short. It doesn't last forever, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think one of the, um, and we talk about this uh, on our show, is, you know, the things that will get us through this are self-reliance, right? And so we get to get back to, to having skills and get back to mm-hmm. having resources and things, you know, as close to us as possible instead of relying, you know, uh, outside of our spheres for those resources. And then community, which, you know, is one thing I'm, I'm glad that we have people like you in our community. And we are a community. And uh, I, I think the more that we... Um, all share together and work together, the more successful we'll be at staving off their goals for us to, you know, eat bugs and work in uh, pods and, uh, you know, all of the things that, that they are aiming for to reduce our carbon footprint. Because, of course, the, the, the people that are engineering this stuff or attempting to will still be running around, um, you know, on their jets eating their steak and everything else. Yeah, are you kidding? I mean, it's rules for thee, but not for me. I mean, these people that are in power that, that say, oh, climate change is their biggest issue, like Bill Gates and Barack Obama all have houses in Martha's Vineyard and, and north of San Diego or south of San Diego, wherever Bill Gates, he has some big compound on the water in Southern California. So they don't seem to be too worried about the melting ice caps. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, these people are always going to have it nice. I mean, look at the, what is it, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I mean, I love it. They, they play like the biggest victims in the world. And, you know, that's just, that's just how it's going to be. There's going to be a few people at the very top like that, but uh, they're just, uh, it's all a facade. It's all fake. Like the royal family, all these people in power. This is another thing. Worshipping a politician is like thinking a stripper actually likes you. We cannot worship these politicians and celebrities either. You know, that's a, we have to be very yeah. careful when we start putting these people on pedestals because a lot of these politicians that, that say they're on our side are selling us out as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a number of them that that are. There's very few bright spots um, out there that I think really do uh, do what they say they're going to do and are living by their principles. But I can count them on one hand, and uh, and that's unfortunate because it's all of the rest of them that are really in charge and driving the bus. Yeah, you could argue that people on the left are almost about their weird, crazy principles even more so. You know, they're they're, they're even more in lockstep, as they say. I feel like in their their weird ideology, you very rarely hear somebody on the left speak out against basically their you know status talking points. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, tell us a, a little bit about how to follow you, of course. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about your show and you know anything else Please. that's on your mind. 
Please, guys, make sure to go watch my show, Primetime with Alex Sign. It's on YouTube for free. We have a bunch of great guests. We go crazy. We break stuff. Uh, uh, people, guests get hurt. We share a lot of uh, content from my man on the street adventure. So please, you get to hear the behind-the-scenes story of, of what happened here and what happened there. So, yes, I would really appreciate it if you guys would go to the YouTube page, Primetime with Alex Sign, and give it a like, give it a subscribe, and come and watch the show, please. Awesome. Well, listen, brother, I appreciate you being on and uh, look forward to seeing you at the next event. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe one of these days I'll uh, I'll walk out there with you and make sure you don't get stabbed in the back, man. And we'll, uh, For we'll, sure. we'll bounce, I, 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 bounce the crowd what, around what together. What state are you in? Where, where are you so, again? Are you in Arizona? No, no, we're in uh, we're in L.A. Uh, we're in Ventura oh, County, so just LA. north of Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, Oh, I'll be out there this summer. I'll come bug you because I'm sure I'll need you at some rally or something. We'll get some good content. So I'll come bug you, Bryce. I'll be out there yeah, in Southern yeah. California too long. Yeah, well, well, maybe we'll arrange to have you in person and, you know, the antics will uh, be uh, be great in our little studio here. Yeah, it'll be extra wild. All right. Well, hey, man, enjoy all that you're doing. I, uh, I appreciate you. I, uh, I, love you. I love your humor and love the fact that you're bringing it to them. So thanks for joining me. You're too nice. All right, Bryce. Peace. Talk to you soon. All right. To God be the glory, and we're out. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of The Bryce Eddy Show. Hey, we need your help. We have a special call to action. Please subscribe to our new Rumble channel, The Bryce Eddy Show. If you've been consuming this on our church website or church channel, Go ahead and subscribe to us on Rumble. We need to build those numbers there for that new dedicated channel. For your convenience, we have a link in the description below.